0: Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacey Finley. Oh, happy Monday. And joining us today in the Palace of Megapixels is a Silver State native who is a digital content producer for the Las Vegas Review Journal, co-host of the podcast L.A.N. Parties, and an inaugural Game Awards Future Class Honoree. Please
1: welcome Lucas Egan. Hey, everybody. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I'm glad you're here.
2: I almost don't feel worthy listening to all them credits.
1: <laughs> I know. Look
2: at that.
0: Yeah, so, you
1: know, don't don't. I'm just I'm just here. I'm just a regular guy, and uh, I'm I'm super honored to be on the show. So I I'm the one that doesn't feel worthy right now.
2: Oh, you're oh, sweet. Well. well, we're happy to have you.
0: So I gotta ask. I mean, you, you're out there in Nevada. I mean, you you missed this big
1: snowstorm. The rest of us got dumped on, right? <laughs> You know, I'm okay with that. We uh, we get <laughs> the, the tough weather in the summer when it's like 110 degrees out. So the winter is when when we make up for it. So have really fun with true. the snow. Fair. I always tell people you think you want to snow until it snows and it stays there for like three months. <laughs> and then you yeah. have to shovel it and all that good stuff. So I don't envy you guys right now. I no. tell
0: ya. Like I probably don't get as much as Lace does because I know she gets a lot more than Every I do. Year. Tennessee yeah. we're we're bipolar weather. We we're 60 we're going to be in the 60s this week when we were in sub zero last week. So mm-hmm. hey, what well, you know, we we have to deal with it. Uh that's why we get colds a lot more down here. Uh but no, so you just I'm, don't I'm, know I'm how to bundle
2: up for it when you have to go out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I it wasn't in <laughs> I don't mind the snow. If I can get out of my home, I'm I'm okay. But mm-hmm. when I get stuck there for, for days on end, I'm just like, you know what, It's t- I, g- I got to go. I got to get out at some point this week because it's it's getting a little um, getting a little rough. So before we dig into our usual uh, spiels of news, and we're going to be talking to Lucas a little bit later, we're going we're gonna to do a little conversation. We're stealing gotta, him for the whole show. Yeah, we're, get to we're go taking anywhere. him along for the ride. And since he's, he works for, he's a journalist, you know, for video games, he's going to have insight to all the stuff that we talk about.
2: Probably correct me on my facts. (laughs) Let's do it.
0: But I did, I did want to kind of hit on a few things and and talk to you guys about a few things uh, that were interesting to me this week. And if you guys have anything, by all means, bring it up. But we, we... talked about the snow i don't want to talk about that anymore Mm. um first of all i did want to mention uh, as i have the last two weeks i will be featured yet again on podcasters assemble this week uh they are talking about the 1998 u.s version of godzilla and i've already listened to it and look i'm not trying i'm not trying to be that guy (laughs) but I, i i i i stuck up for it okay okay and there were so Is that the people. differing opinion oh yeah oh yeah oh, because look okay. I, I will <laughs> say that i went through a phase where it was just like yeah man this movie's stupid or whatever and then i found another appreciation for it you know there, yeah. there was a moment where i was like you know what this this's not a bad movie it it's not a godzilla movie per se mm-hmm. but it's a good fun popcorn flick that you can just enjoy just it's to a have it's your a brain lean
2: into the tomfoolery
0: and have a good time. Exactly, it's a, it's a right. fun kaiju movie. So why not just go with it? And but there was there was so many. There was this one guy. He was just doing nothing but throwing shade, and I was trying not to be upset by it because I know <laughs> that's his opinion. But I was like, come on, man, you can't find anything, anything in this movie to just. Did you like be... the font of the credits? Like anything? <laughs> anything. Like just one thing. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like he was throwing shade for for no good reason, but I, that's. Just... I
2: find sometimes people find that's the easiest thing to fall back on, probably, and yeah. get like people on board to their. their I mean, side. what it, it causes chaos.
1: What's your opinion on it, Lucas? You know what, I will give it credit, because unlike the 2014 Godzilla, at least you got to see Godzilla in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a positive, right? <laughs> right?
2: Like, the star showed up. Why? I mean,
0: that will be one I think they're doing a few weeks from now, because I think they're doing uh, segments however you want, like from, they started with the original in 1954, and they're just kind of working their way, and I think they shortened it based on what I heard, is they're not going to be able to do as many, because they're trying to lead up to... Godzilla versus Kong, which I don't know about you, I'm super stoked. You, yep. um, <laughs> but when they were they uh, they're, they're going to do that one, and and I feel like I was disappointed that that he wasn't in it as much, but I also felt like there was a reward when you got to those last thirty minutes because it was like nothing but. A fight and I was like, finally, finally. <laughs> mm-hmm. But still you go back and look at it, and it's like, man, come on. Because every time they cut away, it was just like, why did you do that, man? <laughs> so I, I get that that frustration in that one. Um oh, speaking of movies, while we're talking about movies, I watched Monster Hunter this week.
2: I was debating. <sighs> it didn't
1: quite win me yet. I wasn't okay. sure.
0: Now, have you have you seen Monster
1: Hunter, Lucas? I have not yet. Okay. I. Okay. Part of me wants to. What okay. I struggle with is I dislike the Resident Evil movie series. Like I think they range Same. from okay to just terrible. And I just mm-hmm. – it's hard for me to get excited for this movie. <laughs> yeah. No. Sounds I'm like you with were where you 100%. we were. Yeah. yeah. Because
0: my biggest gripe up front was – why are we bringing in outside p- characters to this franchise? I mean, granted, we don't really have a particular hunter that we follow, but you can, Tony Ja, I mean, he's that's your guy. Mm-hmm. Even the way they started the movie, which not big spoilers or anything like that, but he gets separated from his group. Like that's how the movie starts. It was like, there's your movie. that's it you don't have to bring 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 our real world
2: into it yeah
0: you've got him he's got to get back to his group and boom done there's your move and then of course they cut to the i don't even know what you'd call them comparatively uh our world people because they do that is like this is the new world and this is our world so that's how they differentiate the two but
2: and new
0: I will, I will say this. Again, I went in with those same reservations. I did not love it like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever, but I didn't hate it, mainly because mainly because they got the monsters right. Mm-hmm. The one thing they didn't do, which I was really surprised at, I kind of thought about it after the fact, is they didn't try to cram as many monsters as they possibly could into the movies like, well, we got to show everybody. You know, like they did in that second Mortal Kombat movie, which we won't get into. Okay. Uh, but they it's like they had a, a, a set focus of monsters they really wanted to focus on. It was like, so we've seen the Diablos. You see the Rathalos. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the name. The spider type. I know it was... I think it was in Monster Hunter 4, but I can't remember its name. I
2: didn't play it. I can't help you. I'm
0: yeah, I'm so, <laughs> but there's like... That's another focused monster they have. And then think that was really about it, and then they they show some aptanoth and then um oh, uh, the Polico. Of course, you saw him in the trailer, the the chef. So they didn't try to cram as many in there. The story itself is a bit uh, pretty standard stuff. I mean, when you think about it, it's like, well, I, I'm in this world, I don't know what to do. Oh, I gotta get home, but it it's not that bad. I'll I'll say it's serviceable. It's fun if you so can like just kind of have nothing
2: else to do one night and like twenty bucks to
0: throw away. Yeah, sure, it's then a sure right. Yeah, it's a fun saying? ride if you want to see those monsters in action, just doing some crazy stuff. Why not? Why you not? know what though? That's what I was there for. I was there for the yeah, monsters, and exactly. they did them justice. So I'm I'm giving it a a, a good a solid. It's okay. Give give it a
1: watch if you got nothing better to do. I I feel like that's the review for the Blu ray box right there. It's not that bad. (laughs) Not that bad. (laughs) Right there. We got it. You can quote me on that. You hate yourself
2: afterwards. So have fun. Yeah.
0: So I would hope that, you know, if they get the opportunity to do a sequel, they can. Because they they literally, again, not trying to spoil anything, but they do kind of set it up to where it's like, okay, well, where do we go from here and go? So they're setting it up to continue mm-hmm. in some way, but well, where course. you go from there, I don't know. But I I would rather stay within the world the new world and not have to go back and forth and back and forth and all sure. that jazz. Because that's that's the more interesting world. I know our world. I want to see right? their world. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know? the whole
2: point. Let us check out and not Yeah. Well.
0: So up. I guess I guess we'll see. But again, if if you get a chance to check it out, don't don't dismiss it immediately. Just say, why not? No, why dude. not? Yeah. Maybe, maybe don't spend all the $20 on it. If it's a rental, go for it. Because I went I went and bought it outright because I was like, I really want to see this movie. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you to justify the $20 price tag. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair.
2: That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> that's on you. Yeah.
0: Uh, another thing, too, that I also checked out last week i think it was but somewhere in this week i wanted to ask so are both of you familiar with the movie flight of the navigator
1: yes no
0: do you remember that film okay there's a movie i think he came out you might be too in,
2: young i don't know
0: yeah not, i think it that's came out in 1988 movie. i want to say that's right at least somewhere in there, there uh and it was a, a it was a disney film that came out and it was about a boy who um he got separated from his his family and when he he fell into a ravine and thought oh well i just passed out and when he got home he realized that 12 years had gone by for him it was like a a blip Mm -hmm. and then he's just freaking out it's like what happened what happened and they're trying to find his parents to get him reunited with his parents but it's still that mystery what happened in those 12 years he was gone come to find out he'd been abducted and then there was this trying can i get back home and of course the government's after him because they're concerned about well Mm -hmm. what does he know because he was abducted and he's got all this information maybe it's a really great film and if you can check it out it's on disney plus i'd highly recommend checking out it's a really solid film i had a question at some point in my life the kid in that movie he just disappeared like, I don't ever remember seeing him in anything else. He did have a career. I just didn't know mm-hmm. about it. But he had a small career for a time as a child actor and then just vanished. Well, there's a documentary on Amazon Prime that I found called Life After Navigator. And it's about ah. him.
2: And apparently
0: he got into drugs.
2: Aw, I feel like <laughs> that the way of the Hollywood kid.
0: Yeah. Oh, his, his tale is heartbreaking. Especially and, in the 80s. Yeah. And they... I mean, it's really focused on him and understanding where he has been all this time mm. and his struggles with this and that and so on. It's it's a little rough, but it's also good to see that he has come above it. He's getting back into acting. He's trying to do better for himself and so on. So it's it's really great to see that it's positive. And they even did a reunion with a lot of the cast members and stuff like that. Not all of them, because, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, I guess, is too high on her Sex in the City horse to come back. She
2: got that money.
0: I mean, they they brought back Howard Hesseman, for God's sakes, man. Come on. And he even admitted. He's like, I did drugs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of them could say they had it.
0: No. But, but it, it was, was it was fascinating. If you're yeah. a fan of that film. And so, Lucas, mm-hmm. if you get a chance to watch it and you're curious to see all those people. However many years later it's been, what, thirty? So It, it was
2: eighty six. I looked it up oh, while you were talking. 86. So Fair yeah. Enough.
0: That's
2: yeah.
1: right, because Ronald Reagan was Yep, yep, that's right. <laughs> there you
2: go. There you go.
1: That movie mm-hmm. sounds fascinating, so I will definitely check that out and then go check out the documentary after.
0: Yeah. It's it's a really solid film. It's something that you wouldn't imagine would hold up by today's standards, but it really does. It's it's amazing. So I recommend it. And to all of you listening, I recommend it.
2: Recommend it. Look at, we've just planned your next weekend. Yeah. (laughs) See? With all the stuff you can watch.
0: So, Lucas, um, something I ask Lace every week and we discuss, I'm going to ask you, what what have you been playing this week? What games have you uh, been tearing into, if any?
1: You know, the most recent game that I finished was Little Nightmares 2. Um, oh nice. Which which I love, by the way. I love that series. It it is mm. they do they do that creepy, moody atmosphere so well. Um uh, mm. it's it's fantastic. If if you guys are fans of like limbo or games like that, I think this'll be right up your alley. Uh nice. and they're short, which I appreciate sometimes. Right. Mm. I can actually finish a game without having to spend not that I don't like spending hundreds of hours, but sometimes it's nice to be able to just I get, get through a game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like
2: the older I get, the shorter I need them to be, so I know I'll beat it. Right?
1: <laughs> and and I'm terrible because I'm the I'm the guy that always gets distracted by all the side quests. So then I just mm-hmm. find myself like months later going, What was the story? Like, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> what am I yeah. doing here? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Little Nightmares Two. I, I it's a it's a game that I would say I highly recommend. Um The only thing I didn't like about it is the controls sometimes aren't super precise and mm-hmm. so there are certain parts where you have to be precise and so it's kind of just you guess and you hope yeah. that it, it it works and right? it, it can be a little frustrating but other than that i love it you don't even you you don't need to play the first game but it's more rewarding if you do mm-hmm. and the first game i want to see is only like five or six hours so it's it's not
2: i want to say that's about how long it took me for the first one yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah I yeah. played the uh, demo that they put out for Little Nightmares 2 when it came out, and it, it sucked me back in. I was like, yeah, I, I really got to get into this, because I love the, the atmosphere they created right. in the first one. Those, what do they call those creatures? The 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 Bane baddies that would chase you around? I know they had a name. Oh, I gosh. Yeah, was. I forgot what they're overall called, but... <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they were terrifying. And and ah. every time they'd spot you, and they'd, and they'd just come after you, just like, oh, my God, no! <laughs> Oh, I
2: loved the bizarreness of it, though, too, because it was just so ridiculous in Mm -hmm. how they were drawn and just the the size of you in comparison to the rest of it. But it was, you're right, it was really good. I need to dive into
0: the second one. Yeah. The art direction was fantastic. Whoever did that, whoever came up with those character designs, top notch. Love it, yeah. Lace, what about you? What have you been playing? I finally started Control. Finally. Finally, I
2: know I've been saying for like a month that I was going to get it started and then I still got sucked into other things. But yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying <laughs> it. I mean, he Matthew Prado was kind of my first crush. I feel mm-hmm. like he goes back even further than Bruce. Bruce don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so it, it was a joy, of course, to get to see him and just like full motion video sequences. It was just like, you know, he got to film this whole thing. Uh, the story is fun. I want to say I'm only about five or so hours in with admittedly a few chunks of time just getting lost.
0: Yeah. I like, that. I just
2: couldn't find the area that they needed me to get. Like, I see it on the map, and I'm like, but I don't, how do I get there is the problem. Like, mm-hmm. I've always been directionally challenged <laughs> in video games, so that makes it a little bit harder when um I can't tell what level we're on. But, um yeah, it's fine, I guess. I mean, it's not breaking any grounds for me mechanics-wise. Mm-hmm. I feel like so far it's been fairly repetitive in what I get to do as far as playing But the story has been really good, and maybe I just need to get further in and start upgrading more things um, for my gun and stuff like that. But so far, I feel like I've kind of glided through with very little challenge yet as far as the fights and stuff. And I know you mentioned side quests that were timed, Mm -hmm. that just like if you missed it, you missed it. Um, I did come across one, but I think my downfall is I don't think they quite describe very well what my goal is
0: i'll just be like
2: here's the mission and i'm like but what do you mean this target or that target and then just like a flood of things will just keep coming out of a door so i'm like well maybe i'm just supposed to kill these all but it would happen for so long i thought i'm like well i've got to go through the door or something right like this is just going on for too long it was one of those things where like i'm not triggering the next thing and i'm just going to keep doing this until it happens well i died of course and then it started me back in that room but I don't know if you noticed this. As I got lost, probably an hour later, I went back into that room and asked to start that quest again. Really? So I guess you could do it again so long as you exited that area and then came back in. I decided not to because I just hmm. didn't want to at that point. I wanted to do more story stuff. I'm like, ah, whatever. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd let you know. It did look like if I went back into that room, it popped up and then I could hit G if I wanted to, to trigger that quest again.
0: Well, I did not know that.
2: Yeah, yeah. So So, that's all I've really gotten into. And then a cute little indie game called Lemon Cake. What is that? It's literally you just run your own bakery and it's adorable. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yes, I really like it. It was just some small little indie team. I saw it came on sale. And I was like, all right. Like, this looks like one of those games that's just like perfect if you want like a half an hour of time to waste before you move on with your day or something. And it's it's cute. Yeah, you just run your own little bakery and you
0: make cakes and you sell them and that's Fair it. Out. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a good time waster. Why not? You know?
2: So that's been my week after I shot up a bunch of people in control or whatever those things were. I went mm-hmm. bake some cakes for some people. Oh, well, good. Made a couple of bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but how about you, Steven? What you been playing?
0: Same. Control. And, and probably, I probably, um, I, got, I got mad at myself because I did this thing where since I was home because of the ice and I was stuck, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? This would be a great week to actually work on the show. Oh yeah, and, you know I didn't do that as much as I probably should have because I spent more time. I was like, but control. I'm so close. Uh, just close a little control, end? and I'll get to the show." And uh, but I did. I did work on the show. I just Good. not as much as I should have. Let's just put it that way. But I did beat control.
2: <laughs> oh, you beat it. Yeah. Okay, well, you can't. Tell I don't me know what happened.
0: I don't know <laughs> what the ending meant. <laughs> Maybe you can filter Maybe that. Maybe I can through. help. Well,
2: I want to know because I know it. Have you played it, Lucas? I have. Okay. So did you play Alan Wake? Yes. Okay. I'm only four or five hours into Control. How much of Alan Wake would you say people might need to know? Because I feel like I've heard a lot of people say the story got confusing. Do you think having played that game would fill in gaps?
1: Uh, Maybe some, but like I was still kind of confused. Oh, okay.
0: I may have an answer to that okay it's a dlc that might fill in your gaps there was something going on in one of the dlcs that i went and played because there were two okay. that come with the ultimate edition right that which I, I do
2: have the complete or whatever it was that went on sale
0: it was like the foundation and then whatever the other one i actually i actually i'll i'll be honest with you i don't think i'm going to finish the foundation because i just i got bored i was because i was just like eh, i don't know Maybe what i'm it doing anymore i'm it up at that point I, I beat it, I'm done, you know. <laughs> but before I beat the game, I did do the other DLC, which is tied into Alan Wake. I had actually forgotten about that. And then when I started the story, they mm-hmm. mentioned his name, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is the... Ah, that's cool. But there were a lot of these tidbits to the story that I'm not keen on. So you may understand, like, who who is Dr. Hartman? Does that name ring a bell? <sighs>
2: Well, like from Alan Wake, I was curious to see how it blended the universes. Honestly, because he was a writer, mm-hmm. you know, and like it was just the weird demons that I can't remember. You had to run to the light so they and you couldn't sh- kill you. You shine a light You had on a flashlight, them? yeah. You used I that killed mechanic. myself in Alan Wake way more than I think they did by like backing over ledges and stuff, just panic running.
0: Yeah. There is that mechanic in there. There will be this, uh they call it the darkness and you mm-hmm. can take a light and shine it on there, and it'll dissipate. Okay. So there are there are probably elements in there. Like I looked at it as like, okay, well this is this is tied in somehow to that game, but I don't know all the the details. So perhaps when you play it, you'll be like, oh my god, ah, and you're yeah, connecting it. all these dots, and I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'll have to get because Alan Wake does talk in the story, like he does. You know those the where they do that uh, stop motion thing where you see uh-huh. like a vision kind of silhouetted around
2: sure like they'll you're kind supposed of show him their dream
0: yeah they'll show him kind of doing a typewriter and he's narrating something
2: yes but see okay the voice of alan wake was matthew prada who is also oh. dr darling so that's why i wanted to know now granted they didn't use matthew's likeness it's a different actor that mo-capped mm-hmm. for alan wake but in my head i'm like why would they, why does he do both? Is there a secret there? Like maybe I'm just trying to pull a thread at something that's not there where I think I'm a cool kid and I'm like, ah, there's something deeper here you know? well, when there's really not. it was probably I didn't
0: see deck. it. I didn't okay. see it. So I hate to burst that bubble. All right.
2: All right. Well, we'll see once I finally get through it all, I guess, and then I can make my comparisons.
0: Yeah. So if, if you can figure out the ending, you know, please. I got to get there first, I guess. Because when it ended, I was like, what happened (laughs) and then credits just started rolling and i'm like all right well i guess i'm done
2: no that's it for me then
0: yeah well lace what do you got for us in the way of news
2: uh, well, we we actually had quite a bit of news this week. Some of it might be repetitive for you, Lucas, because I know you had your predictions on your on your podcast about Nintendo Direct. Mm. So now maybe we could poke uh-huh. at all the ones that were wrong. I don't know. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but Nintendo did have their Direct this week. Uh, there was, of course, a lot of people speculating what was going to get thrown out. Uh, some people were sad. Because oh. we didn't get a uh, Breath of the Wild news. I think that was the big thing that I saw people disappointed at, was like hoping they would see more. He very much apologized. I was like patience, which is fine. Mm. <laughs> I think we should have more of when it's coming for our games coming out. Uh, but yeah, some of the ones that I saw that I thought looked the most fun, uh, Famicom, uh, The Detective Club, come on. You had to think that looked fine. Kind of oh, like yeah. Ace Attorney fans, I think would think this looks like a fun game
1: right Mm -hmm. right yeah
2: um i want to play it i don't know i'm into those (laughs) kind of games um and of course i think the one that steven was probably most excited about no more heroes 3
0: (laughs) yes finally (laughs)
2: coming to the switch on august 27th
0: i'm still gonna finish the first two i'm still holding out that that Maybe, possibly, we'll start to see ports of the others show up on other platforms, maybe. Maybe. But at the same time, I get it. Exclusivity and all that.
2: Well, did you ever play them, Lucas, the No More Heroes games?
1: I played the first one, and then I didn't play two or the minigame one. Ah, Mm. see, I'm still trying
2: to get through the first one. But I could see why the Switch, because it was originally Wii. So it makes the most sense to port to Switch, right? Because you Mm. basically got... Wii controllers, if you take them off of the thing or whatever. Um, I do feel like having played enough of the first one, it would port really weird to any other console. Like, Uh, it feels like it was made to have that, and that was that.
0: And Mm -hmm. I I agree. I mean, I think that's why they, when they ported the first one over to the PlayStation 3, they integrated those Move controllers. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if they would still do that if they... Because, I mean, they're still working. They still operate. I just, I don't know if they would put that effort into it i don't know i don't know and i could personally do
2: without it i know
0: now there's one thing about that trailer that i saw that i was a little disappointed in mm-hmm. they're going back to old mini games which i don't like uh, because to me that was one of the ben- the the uh, improvements they made to part two is the job mini games turned them into little eight-bit mini games which were so much more fun okay. and i saw travis pull you know pushing the lawnmower like in part one i was like we're going back to that I was like come on man
2: yeah I did not do well at Boeing the lawn I left <laughs> <No>. huge chunks <laughs> they still paid me well I don't yeah. know
0: I guess that's all that that's matters. how you want it
2: uh let's see uh March 19th we're getting a new plants versus zombies the battle for the neighborhood big fancy edition or complete edition I think is actually what they called it And you play those games too though right the Plants vs Zombies. I no. played.
0: I played the the original, and that was about as far as I got. <laughs> <laughs> right. I,
2: now this one, I maybe I don't run in the right circles. I was confused why there wasn't bigger news about this because this I found interesting. So we have Star Wars Hunters that was shown off. Mm-hmm. Did you see it was from Lucas Films already?
0: Oh, the Lucasfilm games. Yes, yeah. I
2: mm-hmm. know. We were just talking about how EA's not going to have exclusivity, but they still had a couple years. I can't believe we were more impressed by the fact that it was already showing um, Lucas Films on there. Was it just me that was like, already?
0: I guess they've been pushing I that ball so. forward and nobody's been knowing. They really
2: if it's if it's looking out about coming out for this the end of this year or whatever, then yeah, they've been working on this before they were gonna let
0: EA know. <laughs> like, oh, by the way. But they really didn't show anything it about it either. I mean, it was just more like here's yeah. some uh, Jedi and here's a Wookiee and here's some other characters you know and Star Wars hunters and it's like, Okay, what is it? <laughs> because I don't I don't know what it is. It just To be fair, the Star Wars fans just hear Star Wars and they're
2: usually happy. <laughs> so I mean <laughs> We'll you're get right. the details later, right? <laughs> like <laughs> you're right, you're right. But you're right. I mean, Lucas Films now I have a little bit more hope.
0: Hmm.
2: I don't so what know your, if you were a fan of EA What's your take EA? on that, Lucas? <laughs> with uh,
0: with all this this new transition of uh, like, were you a fan of the EA stuff, or are I, you
1: actually happy they're separating? I'm happy they're separating because. I mean, my goodness, it seems like EA canceled more Star Wars games than they actually put out, and that is just incredibly frustrating. And mm-hmm. then you had some of the debacles with like, Battlefront Two when it first launched and all that. So it feels like finally we started to get some good Star Wars games, but, but then it was like too mm-hmm. late because I'm like, what did you guys yeah. do for the rest of the time that you had this license? So right? I'm all for having a variety of games, especially since EA seemed to be so against making single-player stories for some reason for the most part mm-hmm. with star wars so i just want to see a variety and so yeah i'm I'm all for letting a bunch of studios get their hands on it hopefully yeah. i mean and ea included hopefully that that gets everybody into gear and and hopefully we get some some truly classic star wars games like i think that was always the hope and i think ea right. largely failed miserably at that <laughs> yeah oh
2: yeah I, I agree with you there yeah
0: i would love to see someone i know that they just recently put out that squadrons game but i would love to see someone actually go back to the rogue squadron roots and really try to remake that in some way because those were solid Mm -hmm. and then maybe someone could re uh reinvigorate that one that they canceled the 1313 Mm -hmm. series i would love to see that actually come back and someone take a crack at that and do it right but i guess we'll wait and see
2: yeah, I mean the competition in this space could be amazing, which is probably maybe the kick in the pants they needed, you know. Oh, probably so. got complacent. They're like, Well, we've got the right, so
1: you'll yep. oh, yeah.
2: but now you've had how many years? But you Disney
0: wants that money.
2: <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. I, I <laughs> this was my one rant, what like they cancelled Battlefront 2, but then made a Star Wars Sims expansion or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked for this. All right, anyway, my rant is over. Um, <laughs> as we mentioned, no breath of the wild was was mentioned uh, in the Nintendo direct, but they did try to make a peace offering um, showing off the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, which will be a remaster from the 2011 game. Um, did you see those joy cons though? No. Oh, they had, like, some special Joy-Cons that um, I would imagine it's probably just, like, the plastic that slides over it to make it look like one had the insignia of the Hylian shield, Uh and then the other one had, uh, you know, the Master Sword on it. It was purple and blue. Um, (laughs) You could buy those on their own for, like, 60 bucks. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know. (laughs) But uh, that comes out July 16th, apparently, and uh, you can pre-order now if you're the type to like to pre-order things ahead of time. Um, and then if you want to feel really old, I guess yesterday in, mm-hmm. in recording world, um, is Zelda's 35.
0: Yeah. I think that's why a lot of people were, were expecting a big announcement <sighs> other than what they gave us. Yes. <laughs> because... Look at all the Mario stuff that they did. It was like it's yep. Mario's thirty-fifth. Mario, Mario, Mario. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Maybe they have something planned for later. I don't know, but I
2: feel like they seem to got hit the hardest when um, the pandemic got hit into motion. I feel like their work from home seemed to delay things a little bit more. So I don't know if just. Unfortunately, it got hit a little harder in that area at that time. Um, But I feel like at least they've been transparent going, hey, this is what's happening. We're sorry. It's still happening, though. But here's Mm. something else. And try to (laughs) give us another shiny to hopefully get hold of. So it'll come out. It'll come out. But uh, yeah, let's see. Tales from the Borderlands, all five episodes, March 24th. They were talking about that's coming over to the Switch as well. Um, Neon White looked interesting. I don't know if you saw that one. Uh, it it was kind of like another card game, kind of like Rogue. Well, you know me with Slay the Spire as of <laughs> late. So I was like, ooh, that looks like it might be interesting. Um, that's from Annapurna, and I feel like they put out quality stuff. So that could, yeah. be, uh, that could be fun to look forward to. Um, and then a lot of people started going crazy for this project Triangle Strategy, which has a demo out which it didn't get around to playing. What do you think? You're shaking your head. Did that look was that one that caught your eye?
1: I do. I just love that art style. I mean that that hooked me into Octopath way back when. So oh, like okay. I'm I'm pumped for that one. I just think that art style is so beautiful.
2: I agree. I
1: agree. You'll have to check it out, Stephen if you missed it on yeah, that I one. I really it. liked it.
2: Uh, So that's what I'm going to be looking at. And just like strategy games, I'm not good at them, but I keep trying them anyway. (laughs) I keep thinking I'm going to get better or something. Um, But the last big reveal looked like Splatoon 3 that people were all excited for. They had, I don't know if there was like a lot of gameplay, but they definitely had a fancy, fun, colorful trailer. Um, I want to say I played the first one a long time ago and I never followed the series. But hey, it looks like it's a lot of fun. You're in that multiplayer angle. You're going to have a new one to check out. So why not i'm happy for you
0: right
2: <laughs> uh <laughs> let's see uh oh here's one that could be a fun little rant for a minute um so <laughs> i didn't really know where to put this story so let's just do it now um i don't know lucas i'm sure you're very aware and here on the show we've discussed at nauseum about scalpers <laughs> just ruining our lives this yep. year right Um, if they wanted your consoles or your GPUs, everything has just been getting taken and they've made a living, um, in my opinion, uh, by just controlling the market, ensuring only rich people can get these things. Nope. But Lucas, Steven, they've had a hard time here lately. People are being very mean to them. (laughs) They've been calling them names and just being very unfair online and how they're treating them. So they are now asking not only for more of our money for a product they didn't have to buy for us, now they want our sympathy. So they had the audacity to take to the internet and just be like, man, we're like any other (laughs) middleman. You know, we're just like any other person trying to make a living right now. And and one of their examples, they said, was like Tesco, for example, buys milk from farmers, right, for like 26p or so per liter and then sells it for like 70 per liter. No one seems to complain to the extent that they're making a profit off of selling milk. But what he doesn't want to let you know in this false equivalency, that would be like you buying all the milk, sir from the supermarkets and then telling us what we need to pay for the milk. So your false equivalency... I get a little hot about this. You stole everything else. You want to make it so stupid expensive that only rich people can have it and then you have the audacity for us to try to feel bad for you. Sit on it, dude. Yeah. Just live with the fact (laughs) we don't like you right now.
0: You'll... Get bent, scalpers. Okay?
2: (laughs) I... (laughs) I just... To ask for my sympathy on top of it all, I will say this. No death threat is ever acceptable. And they have mentioned that they were getting those. And come on, there's nothing worth you need to die or anything over this. But I can't think you're a garbage person
0: and not want to support your business.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. I I mean, look,
0: I'm not going to support the death threats either, but I'm having a hard time not. You know and what like, I mean? Like I'm 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 struggling to just be like, yeah, don't don't say that, but at the same time Oh, it's just like, oh
2: man, the the, the mental gymnastics here. So, right. yeah, the there were just the middleman, man. It's like, no, you're not. That was GameStop. That was Walmart.
0: Yeah, exactly. That,
2: that That's why serious. there was a you PlayStation
0: direct Deal. direct line. <laughs>
2: right? Even Sony yeah. tried to sell them to us. Anyway, so I guess if you want sympathy for the devil, there you go. You can reach out to them and give them a hug. (laughs) (laughs) They're having a hard time right now. People don't like them. Uh, Speaking of, NVIDIA apparently is making an attempt to stop getting their cards in the hands of scalpers. Or more specifically, we PC gamers have been having a double whammy with graphics cards. Have we been dealing with scalpers and Bitcoin farmers? Mm -hmm. So we've had to deal with this for a while actually now since Bitcoin what like four years ago really started to take off. So we've never paid like a real price for a GPU since then. (laughs) (laughs) Crypto mining has kind of been back on the rise here. So what was NVIDIA's response? They're going to start trying to make a card that is only specifically for cryptocurrency mining so that these other cards are going into the hands of gamers, as they supposedly intended. This sounds like a fantastic idea, in theory. Um, Mm -hmm. At least, I guess, we're having a company trying something. Um, But when it comes to the RTX 3060 software drivers, supposedly, they're so easy to manipulate to it that they're going to make the new ones where the graphics power would be about 50% less because they're not actually using it for that purpose, <clears throat> but like bumping up the, the, uh, the card itself so that they could still DLSS and do whatever they can to keep that going. So they can be farming. And it also supposedly keeps their energy down lower. If you're using this card for this, cause you don't like, they're already manipulating it to run less apparently for them since they don't need all of that extra power. Now you don't have to, um, <laughs> I don't know we'll see when this comes out uh the only real pushback I kind of saw on it was just from a green perspective is like you're building way more cards to just be disposable whereas they're not going to be as resellable because gamers were still kind of buying them after market after miners were done with it and now you just got more kind of sitting in a landfill to just be disposable so that's kind of yeah. I would like us to figure out a way that that doesn't have to be. But this is all, of course, if you believe the big corporations and what they're telling us and why they're doing it this way, I don't know. <laughs> they've They've had a bad year for me on like all big corporations, so I tend to like side eye them all now. It's like, it sounds good.
0: What's the catch? Yeah.
2: What's Maybe the they'll catch? do
0: a buyback program or something <laughs>
2: Maybe. Hey, you know what though? Why not? Why and then not? you're getting that back, and you could reuse that same stuff for new cards. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. Um, Apple's back. What'd they do? That whole lawsuit's never going away.
0: Oh. That. Well, they're
2: dragging it Valve now, man, apparently. So <laughs> in this ongoing litigation, Apple subpoenaed Valve in November, apparently, wanting extensive sales data for more than 400 games that Valve sells. Why? Why even drag Valve into it? Well, Apple is arguing that Valve's data is necessary to calculate the size of the market of Epic's available distribution channels. So... Like, where can Epic still sell all of their games? Why does it constantly have to be a battle with us here at Apple? We're showing you all of these available avenues for you to make money. Uh, But Valve is arguing handing over all of that actually is kind of bad for their business and the fact that they're such a smaller team. You're asking us to get all of this data for all of these games, like what time of year they sold, what was the price at the time that you sold it, um, and all of this varying degrees. Kevin Bacon throughout that Um, but Valve is like you're just wanting too much this is going to cost a lot of money and not only that you're a direct competitor of ours why would we want to hand you over all of this stuff like tell us what's absolutely necessary for this lawsuit but Apple was like I guess very nice because they did initially ask for 30,000 plus games so they did whittle it down for them to like 400 and something Um, and they want this information to date back all the way to 2015 Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Have fun with that.
2: I'd love to see how this is going to work out, because Valve is arguing that much of what Apple seeks is sales and pricing information for third-party games, but that the company is taking a shortcut by subpoenaing Valve instead of just getting the information from the third-party developers like they could be getting in the first place. Like they don't even need to be getting it from Valve. Just do the extra work for that. Right. We'll see what happens here. I don't know. Uh, This lawsuit is hard for me. (laughs) Again, when I see rich people just fighting over money, I don't really just stop bringing the developers down with you. If you would, that would be great. Mm -hmm. That's my big news. We got some quick-its.
0: Okay, what you got? We
2: got some quick-its. Finally got a trailer for Mortal Kombat. Yes. Yes. I admit, it actually looks kind of (laughs) sick.
0: Okay, so I have to ask. I I must have missed it, and I watched it twice. Okay. I I kept hearing that the... Because people were mad, it was like, why wasn't the, the you know, Mortal Kombat song in the oh, in the yeah, trailer yeah. and they said if you pay attention to the end, there's like a, a, a take on it, like an instrumental take on it or something. I didn't hear it. Did you guys I hear it? I
2: wasn't listening for it, so I don't know.
1: I th- I think I heard like a nod to it, like like okay. I wanna say like at, at at the end end, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like the theme, but it's it's like teases it kind of i guess gotcha like they, they, okay their so, own imagining
2: maybe to fit within the movie or something
0: so like i, I, I should actually go back and and watch it
2: well now i'll have to. with
0: that information so maybe i will hear it but i didn't hear it initially and then people were just like but it was in the trailer you just didn't hear it and i was like clearly i didn't hear
2: it yeah. <laughs> obviously if you're telling me it was
0: <laughs> but no it looks it looks really solid um it does I'm hoping it doesn't get bogged down with all the characters. Right. Because as we mentioned just <laughs> earlier, that was the problem with Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Too many characters. Mm-hmm. Not enough plot. Too so many I want to see. I love to see all these characters. In fact, I hate that it was kind of spoiled, but at the same time, I was kind of glad we saw it. Was Jax getting his arms frozen off? Mm-hmm. That to me was like... That's perfect. That make, that gives like so much yeah. depth to, to it, other than just being, well, I just need cybernetic arms to fight. And it's like, no, you lost them. Right. So now <laughs> like you're this getting wasn't an upgrade. a
2: choice you made. Just lop it off at the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, I think it looks good and I honestly wasn't even like super excited for it to start with. So well done. Yeah. I feel like the trailer actually won me over a bit. Uh but speaking of that. I don't know if you are familiar with Jezebel or not, which is uh, supposedly like a feminist news source. Sometimes they do some satire. Uh, They caused a little bit of a kerfuffle this week uh, Uh by writing an article asking, where the heck is Chun-Li in Mortal Kombat? (laughs) I'm such an astute moviegoer that I cannot believe you would have this oversight. And I thought it was a joke when I was first reading it even though it still hurt (laughs) knowing it was a joke like it still hurt but like just the phrasing of being the astute film author that I am you know um but not everybody I guess was aware that it was actually a joke (laughs) (sighs) um so just guys calm down okay I know we live in weird times and satire is so hard to determine anymore because real life is just weird but like we are we we are still allowed to joke, mm-hmm. and if you didn't get the joke, it's okay to move on.
0: Didn't people Not say every that... joke
2: is for everyone?
0: Hey, I'll I'll admit up front, my wife was like, "Wasn't that real?" Oh no, wait a minute, that's who is that? Because there was a shot of Luke Kang kind of wearing white and red, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, he does kind of." Why are they dressing it up like Rao? <laughs> so it confused her for a moment. <gasps> Well,
2: I thought it was well-written, and I laughed, so thank you. And everybody, leave her alone. It was a joke. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> leave her alone. It was a joke. Uh, let's see. For Honor and Shovel Knight did a little special content crossover, um, which is available until March 4th. So if you have For Honor, it seems like it was mostly outfits, but in the Shovel Knight style with the For Honor graphics cool so it does look pixelated for the shield and everything but made to fit definitely a brighter color Mm -hmm. and even when you're in fights the little money bags and stuff that would fly above and everything would pop up in the game so if you're still playing for honor just seem like a cute fun little addition that you could play around with for a little bit um take two and rockstar doubles down that they're promising single player games This is how it's going to be. Another earnings call leak. We love listening in on these things. I want to know who keeps (laughs) going into these earnings calls. Uh, But Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick said they will continue to be a studio that focuses on storytelling and single-player games moving forward. And I am sure the multiplayer will still get included personally because I feel like Red Dead, amazing, then added multiplayer. Did great. Same with two. Rockstar uh, with the uh, GTA mm-hmm. multiplayer got at it. That's still going Yelp. for crying out loud.
0: So, you know, it, you know, that's why they're listening to these calls. They're waiting to hear GTA 6 is coming out and whenever. That's why people are listening in. That,
2: that's probably true. <laughs> <coughs> it's
0: like, where's that news?
2: It's coming, man. Calm down. Um, this has got to be my favorite story this week. Sorry. Hands down. In, okay. uh, in our isn't it ironic story of the week. BlizzCon happened while we were going on this week, had a performance that uh, on Friday had some musical performances that was played on the uh, Twitch channel, on BlizzCon's Twitch channel, YouTube, Blizz.battle.net, I mean to say all of that. Um, Metallica returned to entertain the masses of digital viewers. Well, as luck would have it if you were watching on the Twitch homepage, if you were wanting to enjoy the music and possibly getting ready to thrash out to some tunes, You might have noticed that as soon as Metallica started to play, you really were just kind of lulled with a nice 8 bit folk music by Twitch. Why? To avoid DMCA. (laughs) I feel like DMCA has come full circle. Could we even imagine, 21 years ago, when Metallica was bitching about Napster, (laughs) that uh, they would try to play their music to only have to have it muted? So, Metallica, well done. (laughs) This is what you've done here. Anyone else feel like we need to visit a 21-year-old law? See if we can make it work for today? No? Metallica, you still happy? <laughs> Definitely go watch the clip, though. It's amazing because they are jamming. And it's like...
0: So have they have they commented about this after the fact? Because I'm curious to know what they thought. If they were just like, it's okay.
2: But to my understanding, though, to be fair, apparently if you were watching it like on battle.net or their YouTube, it was not because, you know, they actually figured out how to do these things and figured it out years ago because YouTube did this already. And Twitch was just like, but we're just going to wait and see what happens instead of putting something into place content creators or ourselves um so yeah if you watched it on any other apparently you did get to hear metallica's song but i just the irony was too great on this one and uh i i
1: anyway. like to believe that that's their new style that they're just switching to an 8-bit music you know, band.
2: What? <laughs> you know that could be i mean garth brooks had chris gaines metallica now has eight bit fault music as their uh their side gig i love it Um, let's see. The only other couple of things, really, I think, to mention, GDC did announce that it will be all digital this year, which we kind of expected. Um, They plan on splitting it into three separate events to hopefully make networking more fluid this time and more focus on showcasing the game, since GDC does try to help connect these developers with producers. uh, Yeah. And uh, so March 4th through 5th, you could do the digital uh, digital, uh, GDC there. I do expect this one will go a lot better, because this time last year... Everything had just started, so nobody had any kind of plans on how to be able to do this. So being this far in, I hope it's much more fruitful for the developers this year. I really, really do. Mm -hmm. Um, And in good or bad, EA acquired Codemasters this week. Um, If you're not familiar, Codemasters mostly does Cars Go Fast Broom games. Mm -hmm. So like Dirt or Grid or Project Cars. So now Mm -hmm. they've got all of the sports and all of your cars.
0: Didn't they used to do cheat machines or am i thinking of someone else i don't actually know off the top Kinda of like my head game shark or oh like the genies and yeah, stuff something like that i i feel like i remember their name being attached to one but i, I couldn't tell you which one but it was just codemasters is what i always felt like i Me. associated with that name are cheat machines
2: I don't know. That, uh, I might have to look that up matter. another time because I did not get anything on a quick one. But yeah, so EA's buying more stuff. I'm sure we're all excited. Um, all right. May as well. Google Stadia. <laughs> Looks like now they're in a lawsuit. Yeah. Oof. Oof. For what? So uh, the lawsuit apparently was actually filed in October of 2020, but I guess it had just made its way over to New York federal court, which is now why we're all hearing it. Um, it's a it looks like a class action lawsuit about their claims of actually being able to street games in true 4K, which apparently never actually came to be Um, they were saying in the lawsuit that it was greatly exaggerated um, that they were actually just upgrading the display resolution to you know from 1920 um, and coupling with what appears to be the stadia leadership failing i didn't realize this when we talked about it last week apparently the developers found out the same way we did that stadia was going to be closed, there was no Ooh. meeting ahead of time. there was no hey guys, guess what um apparently, when we were reading the news, that's when the developers found out too so Ouch. right stadia Jesus Google ugh anyway, guys, I bet they have some really talented developers. I hope some other um Companies take notice and steal these people up, uh, since it sounds like they were promised a lot of things that was just never even given a chance. Um, so I guess we'll just keep an eye on our, that space there to see how this lawsuit turns out. Um,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: shell out money for not even doing 4K in the few games they did push out. Actually, they didn't make any.
0: They were going to. Well, there um, was that one game that they had, right? Guilt. Now, that's that's the one game. remember well,
2: I think it was Stadia exclusive, but that's Tequila Works and I don't okay, yeah, think yeah, yeah. Tequila Works was bought by them.
0: Well, I'm hoping since all this is falling through, maybe they can cut a deal and make that game. Because that game needs to go on other platforms. I agree.
2: Have you played Guilt? Yes,
0: I did play Guilt. That was one of those things that I, I tried out. Remember when we did the mm-hmm. talking about that versus Luna? Uh, and that did you ever get to solid. try it, Lucas? Lucas, did you ever did try you it? Ever? No, I you haven't.
2: haven't. See, uh, it I was, think you, know, you would like that one, actually.
0: Yeah, it was a solid game. I didn't finish it uh, like I wanted to, but what I played of it, it, I, it sucked me in. And I was mm-hmm. like, if I was going to play a game on here, let's play something I can't play anywhere else. So that that needs to come to other platforms. It's it's a shame that I it's agree. being trapped behind Stadia.
2: Because I think things. Tequila Works does good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> when they're not suing about trees. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true. Yeah, they did do that, didn't they?
2: We do kind of got to let that go, yeah. Mm. Anywho, (laughs) well, that's actually all the little bit. There was a lot this week, I tell you. The only other thing, uh, Valheim, one that, like, snuck up on me and Mm -hmm. has just taken over. I feel like I need to check this out. Um, The only reason why I'm bringing it up is it's an early access title, which has already sold over 3 million copies. It just came out February 2nd. Uh, It is like this hardcore metal Viking survival game. And, you know, I watched the trailer a few times. I think I might be here for it.
0: I might have to check it out. I
2: can't believe I was sleeping on it. And uh, it did break some records. Second most played game on all of Steam at one point. Uh, Top 10 for concurrent players. And also topped Valve's Steam Lunar Year Sale. And was never on discount wow so this game's taken over guys we slept on it we should have been playing this already it looks like steven yeah it's doing well
0: i got one i got one ah. i have one little thing because you didn't bring it up when you're talking about blizzcon because this would have this would have flown under the radar but this this for me was like Mm -hmm. the greatest thing i'd seen in a long time because i've been thinking about these games and they announced i don't know if you guys saw this blizzard Mm -hmm. arcade collection
2: Yes. yes.
0: Three games, three games that I love, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" All together, Lost Vikings, Blackthorn, mm-hmm. Rock and Roll Racing, and I was like, you, there's never been a greater collection that I've ever seen because there's always like a few duds. You're just like, yeah, I'll never play that. This is solid. I'm this I'm so solid. getting this game.
1: Good. I'm so getting
0: it. I mean, I was just so excited." Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I don't know it, <sighs> how excited you guys are, but I'm excited. I,
2: I, I, I think yours is a little bit more than mine. Okay. But I'm happy for you.
0: Now, now I do have a question about, uh, like, I guess what versions they're getting. Because I know, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if the Lost Vikings ever went to another platform other than the SNES and maybe the Genesis. So, I'm assuming the highest end of that. Rock and Roll Racing, same thing. It was on the Super Nintendo But Blackthorn, I actually had a PC copy of that. The only reason I even got it, and this was like years ago before PC gaming really took off. But I played it on the Super Nintendo, and of course, they had limitations to what you could do with blood and gore and stuff like that. And then I saw a big M on this, and I was like, I wonder. And I didn't even know if my computer could play. (laughs) I was just hopeful. And it took me a while to get it to, to figure it out. Uh, but it had all the blood and everything, and I was like, yeah, I'm getting to see this in the raw. So that's the version I'm hoping to see on that collection because I would be disappointed if it's not.
2: It would stand to make the most sense, I think, at this point.
0: Yeah, but I haven't played that game in so long, but I remember loving it. It may yeah. not hold up today. I don't know. I could be so disappointed.
2: <laughs> see if it didn't age as well as you think. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm scared to go back to some old games for that reason. I'm like, you know what? The way it's in my head right now mm-hmm. is probably the best version it's ever going to be. I hey, <laughs> should probably <laughs> leave that right there.
0: I'm still going to throw the money at it. Hope for the yeah. best. And, and at least maybe one of the three will, will hold up more than the others. And I'll be like, man, yeah. this is so great. Maybe I'll talk about it here. Who knows? We'll see. I didn't even remember a date for when it was coming out. So I may have to go back and dig that up. I
2: didn't write it down. I'm sorry. I was like, did I write it down and just overlook it? No, No. I don't think I did.
0: No, if you don't bring it up, I know you didn't write it down. Yeah, (laughs)
2: that's fair. I know sometimes I edit on the fly where I'm like, I wrote that on Monday. That's not interesting anymore.
0: It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) But
2: anyway, that's 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 the news, I think, in a nutshell this week. All right. Yeah.
0: Nothing that, else? Interesting. Uh,
2: no, nope. there was a truth or trash, but I feel like it's been moved around a lot now, and it's okay. no longer like a truth or trash anymore. I think you would just know.
0: Okay. Fair enough. It's not that's fine. Fun. That's fine. Well, you know what? Why don't why don't we chat with Lucas a little bit more? Well, let's, let's, let's get to know you a little bit more because, you know, you've been hanging around with us. You've been talking, you've been chatting, but maybe maybe we want to get a little know about you. All because, right. Because, now, we did mention that you currently write uh, about video games and eSports. Kind of, you know, that's, that's what you do now. Mm-hmm. But that's not always been your bread and butter throughout your whole career. So, you did sports
1: journalism, right? I did. I did, you know, up until about two years ago now i was mainly a sports journalist uh i worked in a really small town in nevada and then out in oregon covering mainly high school and college sports mm-hmm. and uh i moved back to las vegas in 2019 and i'll tell you what i had applied to like five or six different jobs at the review journal like i was trying to get in like anywhere in here and just couldn't mm-hmm. get my foot in the door so i finally got in Unfortunately, it was for a a 4am to 1pm shift covering uh, cops breaking news kind of stuff. So, um, and it was only part time. So I was also working as a wedding photographer. So I was working 4am to 1pm. Oh, you have to have some good stories. Oh my goodness. You would you would not believe. You would not <laughs> believe. I would take like a nap and then I'd go do like weddings and events in like the afternoon and evenings at some of like the wedding chapels down on the Strip. So let me tell you mm-hmm. something. That was not a fun time because I was like always exhausted. <laughs> just oh, always just yeah. wanting to sleep. And...
2: And you can only see Elvis perform a wedding so many times, right?
1: Right. You know, you, you get to know you get to know the ministers, and they usually just do the same speech, just change sure. the details. And sure. I, I swear, get by the, the end right. of it, I'm like, I could officiate a wedding. Like, I know your guys' speeches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I had I had gotten so just tired that I was going to quit the review journal because i was making way more money at the time uh taking photos and on the mm-hmm. day that i was going to resign from the review journal they called me into the office and asked me if i wanted to interview for a full-time job so i was like literally oh, like hours away nice. from just missing out on any, everything else that's come after that so it's 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 been a journey to get here.
2: Then. it was meant to be
1: you,
0: you were doing sports journalism, like we said. Now, was this always your goal? Like, when you started trying to pursue a career, was journalism it? Or or
1: were there other elements that just kind of led you down that path? You know, journalism in general was always the track that I wanted to take. Uh, I I remember even being a kid making, like, fake newspapers for my parents. So, like, mm-hmm. like something Aww. about this industry had always captured my attention. And... Mm-hmm. Sport originally was the direction I thought I wanted to take just because I'm not good enough to play any sport like in college or professional. So, this mm-hmm. was like a way to be close to that and still be around mm-hmm. something that I loved. And video games kind of came into play way later, but it was only after I kind of sat there and thought about like, you know, look at like the IGNs of the world, but then also look at like Launcher over at the Washington Post where like it seemed like video game journalism was finally becoming. More mainstream at more outlets, sure. so then I kind of thought, oh hey, maybe there's a chance to actually get in that world because you're not limited just to like the IGNs or Game Informers, sure. right? Now, were they were was the uh, Las Vegas uh,
0: review journal? Did they have video game journalism, or was that something you kind of pushed upon
1: <laughs> them? It was. Point? It was something that I kind of accidentally pushed upon them. So they they did all not right. cover <laughs> video games uh, at all. And the reason why this started was my boss had asked me about something, and I just started going into, like, rant mode, and I just, like, touched on, like, a million different things and ended it with, and I think we need to be covering video games, we should be doing a video game podcast, we should be doing this. I don't know why I like went that direction. Came out. I'm just like, whoops! Like I probably shouldn't have like ranted for. You had like
2: ten things in your head that you were gonna work for. <laughs> like, oh, you had that one.
1: Okay. A couple months later, uh, they hired my co-host Ryan, and mm-hmm. my boss was just walking by with Ryan, stopped, and I had not heard a thing since then. And he just looked at me and said, "Hey, Ryan likes video games too. I think you guys would be good for a video games podcast. Why don't you guys work on that?" So just, like, nice. like randomly, I'm like, okay. And, yeah, he that was is... the first time I met Ryan. Oh, cool.
2: wow. And you guys work well together, I have to say.
1: Yeah, Worked persistence out, yeah. paid off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm nothing if not persistence. So I'll, I'll wear them down. <laughs> <laughs> so since we're talking about, I guess, your...
0: You're... I mean, clearly you have a passion for video games. How far does that go back? I mean, is that something you grew up with? Uh, what, what, Like, what kind of consoles did you have? Or were you a PC gamer?
1: You know, it, it's funny. I didn't get my first home console till the first Xbox. But my mm-hmm. first gaming memory was the Game Boy Color and my parents getting me Pokemon. Uh, nice, the Special nice. Pikachu edition. <laughs> yes. So oh, nice. that was like my first, like, entry into that the gaming world and and just what i remember too is you know pokemon i mean it's still popular but it's it was when it was blowing up with like the original animated series and all that stuff and just being a part of not just a game but i'm trading with friends we're talking about it like it was like a a really cool first experience into the more social aspects of gaming that i just found fascinating Mm -hmm. um so that's where it started and then you know with with the xbox playing halo uh having those Mm -hmm. multiplayer parties and and all that good stuff so from there those were like my foundational games that kind of propelled me forward through uh all these years but since then since then i've always loved gaming
2: oh nice do you still only do consoles or have you do you dabble in PC at all? I'm judging how much friends we are.
1: <laughs> I want to get into PC gaming. I for the longest time, I since I just grew up on consoles, that was like it and I think a lot of That's it fair. too was yeah. like it's just made for me. I don't have to figure out what to put in it or I don't have to
2: <laughs> That's totally fair. And you know what, with these days there're basically many computers anymore anyway. So and you all know right. it's compatible when you buy the game. <laughs>
0: You got my vote. That's the conversation we have all the time. I would love, I've got PC games. I have Steam account and everything, but my TV's out there. <laughs> ah, That's my comfy spot. I told spot. you how to
2: fix that one.
0: I know, HDMI I know. my
2: cable, baby, and you're set. <laughs> I, just, I
0: need, like, I could. I could take this computer out there and, and mm-hmm. link it to the TV, and I could play it, but I just, it's work. It's, uh, the Controllers out there, I just hit a button, and the game is there. And,
1: you know, it's simple. <laughs> it is this still seems like work <laughs> and i do think growing up on controllers i just i have not taken the time to like sit down with a mouse and keyboard and like figure that whole thing out
2: <laughs> that can be confusing but these days i feel like people use controllers a lot with uh pcs now as well heck even playstation controllers are plug and play at pcs these days mm-hmm. it's that's crazy true. that's very yeah. true
0: yeah this one here she's a master at uh Mouse and keyboard to I, a point where I, I don't I'm, even I don't even know where to go. That's just
2: naturally where my finger's even set now when I sit down is <laughs> WASD, like if I'm doing anything. So I, even uh, platformers. I use mouse and keyboard better than a Couldn't controller, it. and it doesn't make sense. But. Couldn't
0: do it. So clearly you have a or you seem to have a love for multiplayer games. So have you been big into games like Fortnite
1: or PUBG or anything like that? I respect Fortnite. I just don't get the building aspect of it. <laughs> like I mean no, yeah, fair I enough. get the building aspect. I just stink at it. That's so I've never been right. like, great at Fortnite. Uh, but I do love games like like Overwatch Uh, you know, some, so my brother teaches, uh, in Korea. So for a while, that was like our game that we'd hop on PlayStation, play some overwatch and talk. So like, I love, I love games like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say games like that, 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 uh. Games where I can contribute without being like a sharpshooter, like I love.
2: cooperative PvP, yes. and not necessarily. Yes, yeah, okay, yes, because I, I just
1: get my pants handed to me in games like Call of Duty, so I just need to find uh, <laughs> other ways that I can feel like I'm a functioning <laughs> just member. Ride
2: my team's shirt tails, maybe. I don't know. That's why I was like, I'll be the healer. I'll just stand in the corner and <laughs> right. <laughs> get out of the
0: way. So you were trying to. You you kind of mentioned that you had applied uh, at the Nash or the Las Vegas. I don't know. I was going to say Nashville. I'm my Nashville's on my mind for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Las Vegas Review Journal. You were trying to get a job there. Was this just something you were kind of aiming for? Because I mean, I noticed you had had uh, several jobs at other local uh, newspaper outlets in Nevada. But was was this always kind of like a shining stars? Like that's where I got to work. This is where I want to be.
1: It was and it is. You know, it's it's. Um I moved around as a kid for a little bit, but I spent a lot of time in Las Vegas. So this was like, felt like, like home. And so like the review journal was always like the destination. Like I always wanted to, to get back to Vegas and like the Journal was it. Like that's where I wanted to go. And it almost didn't matter where I fit in. I just wanted to get in. And so, yeah, this this was the goal. So when I moved down here, like there wasn't, I didn't really have a plan B. I was like, I got, I'm going to get in there one way or the other. And if I don't, I guess I'm going to die trying. Cause I'm like, I'm still going to keep going.
2: <laughs> Just going to keep coming back. If you guys haven't noticed.
0: So with the, uh, the podcast, I mean, you, you've, how long have you been doing that? A little over a year. Okay. Nice. And, and, I know... I mean, from what I noticed from your uh, episodes list, you guys have some pretty interesting guests, some pretty big guests. Your last one... Oh, yeah, you do. uh, Mr. Negative, that was a a good pull. How did you... I mean, how does that come about? Like, is that something that you pursue, or is someone else
1: doing that for you to get you those guests? Uh, So Ryan and I uh, book all our guests. Uh, So it's it's really a lot of research, trying to figure out whether they have, like, press agents and whatnot, and just reaching Mm -hmm. out. Um... Yeah, and just kinda of working those relationships and trying to mm. uh show them value for what they do will get if they come on the show rather than just us being like, Come on So yeah, right. it's, it's it's a lot of work. A lot of these guests uh have we, we've been talking to for weeks, uh sometimes months and trying to work out scheduling and, and everything. So it's it's definitely a long process. That that is a lot more time consuming than I had thought when I started. See oh, now, sure. that's some
0: information I'm glad to hear because I have been persistent with certain guests, and some I don't even get responses back from, and it's just like, well, oh, I don't, and and maybe my approach is wrong. I don't know. Maybe that's what I've got to figure out is like how I how am I coming off? Because I don't want to come off desperate, you know, just begging, <laughs> right? me and be like, please be on my show,
2: please? Me, please. We need people to listen,
0: and <laughs> I just. <laughs> I mean, one of the one of the last ones uh, that I had actually pitched to, that I thought I thought me personally would be a great guest for the show. Uh, I just came off kind of like, hey, you know, I've seen your stuff on YouTube. Uh, you know, I like what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think you'd be a great guest for our show. I'd love to sit down and chat with you, and just you know, not really fanboying in a, in a way, but just respecting the man's craft and just being like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, this is, I think it would be a great fit if you got time mm-hmm. and. I had done that two years prior and never got a response. And I was like, I, I thought I'd try again. Why not? And I, for whatever reason, it worked this time. And he's like, you know, hey, yeah, when I get some free time, I'm like, great. So, By
2: the way, that was you. Why yeah. did we have to do this for two years? <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, as far as uh, I get it. indie games. For those
2: listening. <laughs> listening.
0: I do want to ask you about indie games because we are – big supporters of indie games mm-hmm. and and any indie games that we actually get to uh to play or support we're 100 behind it uh like what like what is your relationship
1: with the indie market you know we're that is one that we're trying to develop uh i think i think in l- in the past we we went heavy into voice actors so we're trying mm-hmm. to to vary who we're getting uh you know it's funny that that you mentioned indie developers though we our most listened to episode is uh there's a game coming out called quantum error from uh, a really small team that that i want to say is only three or four people um mm-hmm. and it's an upcoming horror game for the ps5 and i think I think now the Series X, I think they announced that. Um, but, mm-hmm. and people just, like, it It stayed consistent. Like, people keep listening to that one. So we love indie game. I love indie games. That is yes. something that's... Um, it, it almost seems like in, in an area of game development, as soon as, you, as soon as you get the first interview, then more people in that area see that and then are more willing to come on. So mm-hmm. we're hoping that, that right. uh, now that we've started to get people from the game dev side that that we can continue that and have a more uh diverse group but we love it i love i want to support as many indie developers as i can because they bring some truly unique ideas that that are just fascinating
0: oh they yeah
1: really do absolutely i think
2: that's why it's always been my first love they have like less rules and what the storylines need to do or we're not worried about it having to be big fancy graphics mm-hmm. we have really amazing stories and i don't know i think with us going to pax a lot too and mm. getting to see the passion in their faces and just how excited they are to watch people play their game there's just something about that man you're like oh i want to support this right yes yeah. right here this is the energy
0: like one of my favorite stories that i can tell about us on this show and an in indie dev is we went i think it was pax and pax east in 2018 we had gone up there and we stumbled across this little table Mm -hmm. no one was around and you had these two guys in their little game called Evergate and we were just like oh this looks really cool so we sat down and they were just watching us they were excited watching us and how we're playing it and everything and before the weekend was up people noticed uh, like people were starting to flock to that table and it was like so great because we loved it we were like we're gonna you know talk about you guys we went on the podcast all three days that we were up there and was like check this game out check this game out you got to check it out and then two years later we see it gets released on the switch on the pc it's coming to playstations on game. xbox yeah. i mean it's just blown up and it's i'm so proud of them seeing the journey because i think the last time we went to pax before was it in 2019 wasn't it
2: yeah it had to be because we didn't go this they they
0: were again. they were like in the big booth oh wow. yeah they finally the upgraded yeah and it was great
2: just, prime spot too. It was great. It was mm-hmm. lovely so, to I mean, see.
0: It was it was just so heartwarming to see that their passion paid off because you could tell they loved what they were doing. And
2: you almost wanted to hate them because it was like their
0: first game. <laughs> it's like way too good.
2: Seriously, it was way too good. I'm like, this is your all first game.
0: <clears throat> She's kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and they're
2: like they're like twenty two, you know? Like <laughs> I'm not bitter, I swear. No, it's really great. It's really great. I love you guys. <laughs> okay, this might be silly. Um, as a fellow podcaster, what's the uh what's the most ridiculous pitch you've gotten in your email about what someone can do for your podcast? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh
1: no. I <laughs> what's like your most favorite one? Oh my goodness. Um I get I get some every once in a while from people who like magically claim that like our podcast will be like not just not just like the top gaming podcast just like the okay. top podcast like and on every platform like like i just need to reach out to them in in <sighs> in broken english no less <laughs> into <laughs> right. that that this is it like they know they know the secrets to the universe <laughs> and right. and all i have to do is just just click click on their link and get in contact with them give them some money and then my my problems are solved like i got it they got you they man, might even right? cure cancer along the way you never know
2: <laughs> oh see we've never had the cure cancer <laughs> No, no. i
1: feel like that's what they
2: were
0: missing to get us
2: yeah. on board
0: right, <laughs> right. I, I never thought about that yeah i gotten a few oh Gosh, I, there was this one guy and I can't even remember what it's he had a funny name like Gintaris and I thought alright I'll, I'll bite and he's like hey we got this I set up a website for you for your podcast and you click this link you check it out and I clicked on link and it was legit and I was like cool and he's like alright so if you want it you can you sign up right now and I was like so I gotta sign up because you want me to pay money $5 <laughs> yeah. I was like well I've, I, I kind of already got a site but thanks anyway so clearly that, that response didn't filter through. So he responds about a week later, hey, I didn't hear back from you, you still interested? And I'm like, no. <laughs> get the hint.
1: What uh, <sighs> what I do love too is I'll get emails uh, that clearly their, their powers of observation aren't great because they'll say, hey, review journal. And I'm like, well, that's not my name. <laughs> so I'm like, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: No, my favorite was still the captions. Oh, God, That's yes. still my absolute favorite. Mm-hmm. They uh, said that they could, um, you know, caption our entire podcast for people. And they sent a sample, which was the worst thing they could have done. Uh-oh. Because the sample was clearly a text-to-speech <laughs> that wasn't even glanced at after the fact. Like, my name wasn't even close to being right. Words (laughs) ran together. And I was like, this was the worst way you could have advertised your business was providing a sample. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No human glanced over this once. It was like I talked into my phone and then just hit send for my podcast. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow, buddy.
0: All right. So I've got a few super important video game related questions. Okay. Of course. Because I want to know the real, real you. What is your console of choice? I think I know which, but I'm going to ask anyway.
1: Current, like of the current ones, can be current. It can be of all. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't. I promise I'm not like a Nintendo fanboy, but like, like the Game Boy Color is always gonna hold that that special place in my heart. But that's fair. I really do love my Switch and i think a lot more than i thought i would have originally but like mm-hmm. like it's such a perfect indie machine to be like at yeah. least when it was safe right? to go on the go to be like be somewhere take 10 20 minutes play some game for a little bit and then move on like that is just mm-hmm. super super powerful to me like like that like thank goodness nintendo hit that one <laughs> it's like <laughs> like yeah, um, right. but i have owned like I, I own a PlayStation 4. Like, I've, I've owned an Xbox in the past, so... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I love them hey. all. My my problem. I is, love it. Yeah. That
2: just means you like games. It is. So yeah. It is. doing it well. You go there. It's right? an
1: expensive spot to be in, but I just love. I love sure. all the platforms. I get. I get caught because I'm like, I love that exclusive. I love that exclusive, and I love that exclusive. Unfortunately, they're on three different platforms. So I'm like, great. Right? Yeah.
2: Like, i like, <laughs> thanks. This is a ten thousand dollar investment. Excellent. All right. Right.
1: But, okay. But I'll say, I'll say the Game Boy Color if I had to choose one, because that was that was my introduction into it. And that's but, fair yeah all right and what would you
0: say has been maybe your top three games for the last three years the last three will be generous
1: years here okay uh i'm already gonna cheat well i guess it's not been four years yet i have to include breath of the wild on there um, yeah that's fair okay it's such a we'll be- go back five <laughs> okay there you go there Right. You- <laughs> Such a beautiful, just open world game. I mean, obviously, like everybody like just shocked at like just how awesome that game was. Mm. Um Side note, please, Nintendo, that Breath of the Wild 2 has to be close, right? Has to yeah. Splatoon 2, by the way, came out in 2017. So like the same amount of time oh, wow. has passed yeah. since Breath of the Wild. Oh, like if for yeah. people that were like following me on Twitter, you could like just see my heartbreak during that direct where I'm just like, <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. I felt any I time. could collectively
2: to, hear all of the cries. To,
1: <laughs> to me, it made it worse that they come on and went, like, we, I know you're all expecting news. I'm like, here we go. And he's like, but you're not getting any. So I'm like,
2: what? Right. What? <laughs> <laughs> They're always so polite about it,
1: though. So yeah. please
2: enjoy this instead.
1: I will I will we're say like, this, okay. and I apologize for the tangent here, but beforehand, in my mind, I was so sure we were going to get at least Breath of the Wild or a new Pokemon game or have Metroid Prime news. I'm like, one of them mm-hmm. has to be in this, and we just got none of that. So I'm like, well. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the
0: going rate that I heard. Like, there were these expectations. It was like, oh, it has to be now. These things has to be now,
1: mm-hmm. and and I think too because like it had been the first direct in over a year, and and everyone's mm-hmm. just like here we go, and and because especially for Pokemon and Zelda, it being such big anniversaries, and everyone's like all right, let's go. We just seen what you did with Mario, so mm-hmm. right. give us so I. I not that I hate Skyward Sword, but man, <laughs> Skyward yeah, no, Sword yeah. was
2: the one. Right? Like, <laughs> like, really, we've already
0: played it, though. Yeah. It was it was kind of like when they announced the Wind Waker on HD. Whenever that came out, it was, it, it felt like it was right on the cusp of something bigger, and you're like, <clears throat> okay, I'll take it. But uh, the other thing, the other thing first. But I, I mean, I'm glad you you gave me this. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's great. But <laughs> right. what about that other
1: thing, you right? Know, Right,
2: it... please, ma. Now, please, sir.
1: I will say this because Ryan can tell you this. I've been predicting that they're gonna announce the Breath of the Wild for like over a year now. Because like last year, I was saying, you know, when they when they release the PS5 and Xbox Series X, that's the perfect counterattack is right. to announce Breath of the Wild. And now I'm still being like, it's coming. <laughs> like it's gonna be. It's, yeah. it's gonna be this time. So. Maybe I just won't predict it anymore, and then they'll drop it. Like that—that must be it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not
2: really that great at it either. I just shoot for things I want to see, and then
1: you know. Um, sorry about that tangent. Uh, No, 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 no. please. I will. I will say this, and I think why I'll include. If, if I can cheat just a little bit, Little Nightmares 1 and 2 together is because mm-hmm. that was, like, the first game my girlfriend and I really got into together that we really got, like, trapped in the lore together. Like, mm-hmm. that we really Fine. just wanted to, like, look into the comic books, look online. Mm-hmm. Like, we were just knee-deep in all the theories and all that kind of stuff. So that was, like, our first, like, shared deep dive experience that's like a special story though (laughs) right right Right. so i could see that holding a special place for sure exactly and i'll say this i am a huge spider-man fan so spider-man and miles morales like i just love those games like that that is like Mm -hmm. what i want like i always dreamt of from a spider-man game so Mm -hmm. i just love that game like i love that series i hope i hope spider-man two proper comes soon because i am ready to just Spend w- a lot more time in that world.
0: <laughs> way more. You just
1: became my new favorite person because, <laughs> I oh
0: yeah, like Spider-Man. As soon as I was like Spider-Man, yes. like when Miles Morales came out, I wa- I was like I was anxious to play it, and I got confused by the whole PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and I was like, well, I'm gonna get a five at some point. <laughs> So do I buy should I buy the 5 should I get the 4 what should I do cuz I was just so confused right. because they they weren't making it clear at first and That's I was like you know true, what yeah. I was like you know what screw it I'll just buy the 5 or the 5 version and when I get that that'll give me something to play when I get it but I still couldn't wait <laughs> <laughs> So when it came out the the PlayStation 4 version was available and I was like I just play just a little, and then and then I'll save it for when I do get the five. But that didn't happen. <laughs> Eventually, the, I did know, put it down. I was like, I'll morning. just I'll save He's it. Like... But yeah, I, I just it's they're so great, and it's like you said, this is like the right way they've ever the, like the best way they've ever done a Spider-Man game. All the other games prior to that, like we'll go back to the Spider-Man two from two thousand whatever that was two thousand two. No. I don't know, you know what I'm talking about, you, but you had the right. open world New York. That was impressive. Mm-hmm. Like I remember getting so hyped to read it in magazines. I was like, "Oh my god, I actually, the entire city is mine!" And now we've just progressed to this point to where it's just even more mind blowing than it ever was, and it's just so fluid, so great. And I just, uh. and it's just backed up by great storytelling. Mm-hmm. The stories are amazing. I played through Miles Morales twice and it was still good the second time around i was like this is so great so i can't wait i'm like you part two can't come soon enough Well, lace if you have nothing i got nothing
2: oh i don't know how long you usually hang out will we talk forever yeah on we we, we just
0: bs that's why we bs up top because
1: we'll bs all day <laughs> yeah hey, i like that <laughs> i trail. like that I'm, I'm not in any I, rush uh, so if you have questions them on me <laughs>
2: You know, I'll be honest. I, I'm usually the type that just kind of like organically through the conversation. But I I do know that um, he was mentioning uh, that you're part of the Game Awards. Like, what kind of capacity is that then at this moment?
1: Yeah. Um. So I was uh, lucky enough to be a part of of the future class. So it's it's a group of fifty people. Um. That that's a mix of. Uh, content creators some game devs uh, a few game journalists and and whatnot and it's it's a group of people that <laughs> this is weird for me to talk about i feel like i'm <laughs> trying to toot my own <laughs> heart um uh, that, no, that's, supposed... no, no, that's that's supposed to represent the the quote bright and inclusive future of gaming uh so basically mm-hmm. it's it's um we we get together we have monthly meetings Um, and then obviously we'll talk in smaller groups in between, uh, just support each other's work. Uh, they have some guest speakers that kind of, kind of talk to us, um, and kind of as a way to highlight people's work that, um, hopefully help to grow the industry, uh, in positive ways and, uh, yeah, just kind of learn from each other, uh, help each other and, and push each other hopefully
2: so that's interesting so you've got them from like the different facets of the industry kind of coming together collabing and seeing just great paths forward to, to help each other out if i'm understanding exactly correctly.
1: yes yep
2: beautiful yeah, yeah i love it
0: and was that something that that they had kind of
1: sought you out to kind of involve you uh so there was an application process and uh honestly i didn't even i applied and kind of forgot so like i was waiting for you to say
2: i just kept knocking on their door and yeah. i'm persistent and i just kept showing yeah. up with more people each time
0: no.
1: <laughs> yeah I, that's that's how i get every everything done is i just i wear you down to the point where you just say yes because you're just like oh my goodness let's just say yes and get them off our back <laughs> just get <kidding. Right.
2: laughs> but it's working don't (laughs) knock it man you know oh
1: thank you it's funny that you mentioned that our first what i would call bigger guest that we got was was nolan north and that took almost six months to get him on the show
2: (laughs) but how fun was that
1: oh my goodness he's a great storyteller like that that guy is hilarious um Mm -hmm. yeah oh my goodness and a genuine dude like like, you always hope that people you see in mediums are, like, not secretly jerks and that you'll be sad right, afterwards. Yeah. He is a genuinely nice guy.
2: He seems like it. That would be a fun get, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Would you say that's one of your favorite ones you've ever interviewed? Or was there one that you always had your eye on and you finally got and you're like, oh, my God.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. No, he's he's right up there. I think mm-hmm. Um. for personal reasons, Greg Miller was big uh, just because I had, I had followed his work since he was at IGN uh and so like he was always an example of like gaming journalism that like I'm like that that'd be cool like that's (laughs) that's what I if I could do that someday that would be that would be awesome uh so like for personal reasons it was really awesome um Mm -hmm. (sighs) A lot of people ask me what our favorite guests are. I feel bad choosing because, like...
2: Hey, I feel like that's a perfect answer if that was the b- we, perfect
1: for you. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I will give yeah. a, a very PC answer. like, I only try and book guests that I'm super excited to talk to anyway. So, like, <laughs> so like, I'm not booking guests. I'm just like,
2: eh. <laughs> like, right, right. Like, I would love to talk to all of you. Let's see what happens. Absolutely.
0: I mean, we've all had duds. I, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but I'll, I'll say that... Um, We've had a dud or two. I'll, I'll just, I'll leave it at that. I won't say anymore. It's
2: always fun when they <laughs> say, yeah, I want to come on, but then they never want to talk. And I'm like, you know what we do here, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, come on. I, okay. You sure? <laughs> but no.
0: Now, on a, on a flip side, I will ask this because this has happened to us. Uh, what's a guest that you have tried to get and
1: have yet to secure? Troy Baker, I'm coming after you. I am coming right. after you. Here, okay. You hear it? Here is... See, you got your buddy Nolan now <laughs> yeah. to pull some strings, right? I, I, I'll tell you what. Here's what is, like, the most frustrating part to me about this. So we've talked to Nolan. We've talked to Alana Pierce and Mike Bithel, who are two of his co-hosts on right. Play, Watch, Listen, which is an awesome show uh, for any gamers mm-hmm. out there. Um, when marvel's avengers came out we talked to some of the cast of that but not him so i feel like like we're always like circling around him and then he's just, we just never get him i don't and i joke. i joke like, with ryan i'm just like him, I'm at this point if we get troy that just might be my last episode because i feel like i'm putting so much effort in trying to get him <laughs> that i'll be like i don't know where what do would i to do go from this.
0: there right <laughs> reach the pinnacle <laughs> right well um lucas it's been great talking to you, man. And yeah. I'm glad that you came on and uh, open invitation. Anytime you want to come back, you are welcome because you've been an absolute wonderful guest. You're not on that list of people I was just talking about. I'm so glad. <laughs> that's that's not
2: that's yet. my goal no. in life. Just
1: don't be in somebody's bad list. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I guess one last thing. Uh-huh. Okay. What do you want to pitch? What do you want what do you want people to follow you at? Uh, got anything fun coming up we got to keep an eye on? I'm
1: most active on Twitter, at Lucas Um So that's that's probably easiest. Uh, I, I will say that we've got a couple of guests coming up that I think people will enjoy. Uh, I'm excited for I it. Hopefully no they don't turn out to be duds. They won't. I have the <laughs> utmost confidence in all of them. Crossing my fingers. Well, you
2: guys, your hosts are great, so you'll bring out the best. <laughs> yeah. in
1: that, right? oh, thank you. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Uh, no, but... Um, yeah, that that's probably the easiest place you can follow. Land parties at at Lamb Parties Pod, uh, and hopefully people find some interviews to enjoy. We we do our best to ask questions and then shut our mouths and let them talk. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> and I'll put links down in the the show notes, so if you guys want to check those out, all you gotta do is click the link.
2: Absolutely, excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I know it was a lot earlier for you in the day, but guys, that's our show. As we were saying, go check out Lucas there on the Twitter and listen to Land Parties. I had a good time listening to it, and they get Same. a lot of fun guests. So if you like gaming podcasts, you get your news here. Go talk to the celebs over there and get your full rounded gaming experience. Uh, but don't forget, you can also hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash or send us an email over at Super Mega Crash at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram to view the weekly icon art Stephen puts all of his time and love into. You can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform. And you can even go to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions and chuck in a buck. Uh, you can tell your friends to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Or just search Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, and even youtube.com forward slash pencil paper productions. Thank you so much for listening. I am Lacey O'Finley.
0: And I am Stephen
2: White. And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash Siblings. But until then,
0: game on.